Welcome back, everybody. We are here with another edition of the 4th and 3 Podcast. Yes! Joined with me, as always, are my co-hosts. To my far right, I have Ja Red. Present. And to my next right, I have Andralfio. Very excited, ready to go. Yes, this is the second video pod. We hope you checked out the other one. Uh, like we said, technical difficulties, so you know how it goes. Bear with us. Uh, I think this one's going to be a lot more exciting. Uh, we're going to do definitely a little bit more fantasy-focused podcast, at least for this one, um, and potentially moving forward kind of just kind of sit right there um but it is draft season so why mm. not talk mm. about it right now uh so we got a lot of fancy stuff to going on specifically revolving around half point ppr so if you're a standard guy or you're a ppr guy maybe take this with a little bit of a grain of salt um but that being said i'm very excited uh we're gonna jump straight into news uh, AJ's got a bunch of things to talk about, so a lot AJ, of it. go for it. All right, I'm going to read through this hot and heavy. If you guys got some topics, save it for the end because I'm going to rip through this as fast as possible. A mm. little bit of older news, but it does have fantasy implications. Alvin Kamara was suspended for three games. Mm. Uh, I don't think he's going to appeal that, so fantasy owners, be prepared. Jamal Williams, other moves, they're bringing him back. Pay attention. Uh, actually, during today, Jalen Waddle did ha- take a hit to the side. He was down, did leave the field. We don't have any more news than that, but losing Jalen Waddle, even for a small amount of time, is going to have less fantasy implications, so pay attention. Gus Edwards was uh, actually caught leaving early as well. There's no news about it. He just left with a trainer. Um, but again, with J.K. Dobbins still kind of in like a holdout, what are they going to do? We'll find out. Uh, on top of that, Rashad Bateman did get removed off of the pups. So now you're going to have Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, and OBJ, the nice. best wide receiver crew that Lamar Jackson has had pretty much in his entire career. Unfortunate for Marlon Mack, he did get a contract signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Pay him. And a day or two later, tears his Achilles a second time. Jeez. Unlucky. That is injury prone. That is actually injury prone. I know Jared says it a lot, but that dude is injury prone and just has a bad luck streak. Terrible. If he's playing Mario Party, he's going to be landing on like nine Bowser spots a game. Just saying. Uh, On top of that, Kareem Hunt. Going back to the Alvin Kamara news, he did visit with the Saints, left without a contract. Anthony Barr actually did the same. Then Kareem Hunt went visited with the Colts today. Kind of an interesting story there. Did also leave. They did offer him a contract. The money wasn't there, so he did ultimately leave again. Uh, so we're going to see where Kareem Hunt apparently is the biggest market of anybody right now, which is crazy. Right. Don't go chasing him in, in fantasy Don't go leagues. chasing waterfalls. Exactly. Don't do it. It's too early. It doesn't matter. Uh, Henry Ruggs was sentenced today. He's going to serve three to ten years in prison for uh, DUI arrest where he did unfortunately have a fatal car crash three to ten years unfortunate but that does come to a conclusion baker mayfield is set to start for the buccaneers it is rumored that kyle trask is going to start week two nobody cares about the bucks i do mike evans the bucks you do mike evans and chris godwins though for for fantasy owners in that way it's a a lose lose but we do want to see who's going to be that number one Guaranteed Mike Evans still gets 1,000 yards. Probably. Apparently, he's been tearing it up in camp. That's awesome. I believe it. If you don't know, you should know. Mike Evans, don't fade him like everybody else. is still going to be a monster. Uh, As far as Joe Burrow is concerned, Zach Taylor did come out today and said he is still several weeks out. He's not restating that it's several more weeks. He's saying from his initial, uh, I guess, statement of several weeks, he's still within that time frame. So Joe Burrow, hopefully going to start week one. On top of that, Vikings to honor Bud Grant. Uh, they're going to honor him pretty much throughout this entire season, but week one they're going to have kind of a Bud Grant patch. I think that's cool for anybody Vikings-related. And retro jerseys. And retro jerseys. And well, retro jerseys. a lot of people are getting them, but Vikings are actually pretty cool. Uh, Jerry Jones playing with fire guy. Zach Martin is still holding out. He has now been fined over half a million dollars. According to the new CBA, those can't be released or rescinded, so he's taking on at least half a mil for now. And Jerry is essentially saying that's on him. He could get hurt. We're going to play. Life moves on. Good luck with that. Uh, the Ravens fullback, Patrick Ricard, is apparently playing with the offensive lineman. They actually might try to transfer him into an offensive guard. He's put on more weight. Always been a really good blocker. That's just interesting to me. Uh, the Lions signed Teddy Bridgewater, mm. a.k.a. Teddy Fridgewater, as he's known in our circle. He signed with the Lions. He's going to back up Jared Goff. The Panthers signed Justin Houston trying to make a better defense. And finally, the Bears did sign Yannick Ngakwe, trying to shore up that defense and actually do something in the NFC North. That is your news. That was rapid fire. That was rapid. There was a lot going on there. It's a lot Um, of stuff. A couple things to pack out, uh, at least for what pertains to Jared and I, is the unique Ngakwe signing over there in Chicago. Uh, Makes a lot of sense. They had the money for it. 
you know, Ngakwe is kind of a one-trick pony, but at the end of the day, I believe the worst he's ever done in a season is had eight sacks. That's pretty that. good for a defensive end, even if that's the number two. You know, I mean, that's great for a number two, you know? Yeah. Um, so so that's honestly a solid, uh, solid signing, and I'm sure with his history with Minnesota, He's probably going to sack Kirk probably twice this year. So get ready for that, Vikings fans. Uh, that's definitely coming up here. Uh, the the Buccaneers thing, I do want to touch on that because I, I have, I'm I in that situation, fantasy-wise specifically. Um, I drafted Kyle Trask two years ago out of the rookie, rookie draft. Um, hopefully he can uh, – I mean, it's not his fault. He's sitting behind Tom Brady, right? Yeah. You know, No one's going to start at that point. Um, and he really only has to beat Baker Mayfield, and Baker has been awful. And I, I feel like I, I want your guys' opinion. Pretend you're the GM or you're the head coach, right? Your butt is essentially on the line. Your job is on the line. Would you rather start Baker Mayfield or the rookie that, or I, I mean, he's almost a not a rookie anymore Baker. technically, but he's Baker. Really? Yeah, I would Why? start Baker too. Why? With. So what has Baker done that makes you want him to? So you would want him to start. Would you rather have the unknown? This is what I would say. If you can't beat Baker in practice, I don't necessarily think you deserve to start. Well, who says he's not beating Baker in practice? That's why he's not the starter. It's the first preseason. Well, game. no, and they they are just splitting it up. So they actually did already say. But if Kyle you, was going to start, the, if you the were the clear cut way. guy, wouldn't you just automatically be the starter? Obviously, he's not that clear cut. And well, if we're going to bring in a guy, I'd rather have a more veteran talent. A veteran and loser more, than someone it, it, we've never seen it really play. Baker has won a playoff game. So? What many, does that mean? How many Trask? How many has Trask? How many has he started? I don't think he's ever started, has he? I think he started like two games last year or something. Did Either like way, whether it's two games, um, one game, but, no but, games. But come on, like Baker at this point, is he got ran out of Cleveland. Who is his competition over there in Cleveland? Can't make that work. He went to the Rams. Did you guys start him in the Rams? He did pretty good. Well, no, he and his did not. One start, two starts, whatever it was. He, I don't know. He did he, win his first game though. That I, was I don't. I don't know why. I don't. I don't, I don't think understand. Baker's good. I, I think. Yeah, exactly. Their, their solution he's not. Their solution isn't in house. It's not Kyle Trask and it's not Baker. I you think, haven't seen that yet though. Like that. That's my point. I, I guess I don't know why you would. It's like the definition of, of insanity, right? Repeating the same thing over and over and over. Why would you not want to start the new guy? I, I just don't I just don't understand. It's a good question. I mean the biggest thing is we like we just don't know and like all I've seen through camp is they're basically the same person. So that's why I don't think there's a huge difference. One's at least been in the situation. I think even if Baker does start, he's gonna be an extremely short lease, maybe gets two games, basically the Mitch Trubisky of last year. And then yeah, go see what you have. But I think they So just, like you're planning with that logic, you're already you're starting Baker planning to lose. No, I'm starting Baker in hopes that he returns to maybe like a twenty nineteen Baker. And not playing. Yeah, when he was awesome and threw like 19 touchdowns in a season. He still he had Nick Chubb, made it work. Rashad White's good. Their line's okay. It can I work. Know. I don't know. Division, most, division stinks. It does. This I, is I, the I, most thought I've put into the Buccaneers so far this year, though. I, I will definitely admit. think Kyle Trask is going to be up Baker Mayfield. I, I definitely think so. And, I wouldn't be and mad. if you look at the reports, they, they, they're kind of they're leading that way. But cool. whatever. You know. uh, the, what else was news? Anything else that was interesting to touch on? Uh, biggest thing I'll say, Joe Burrow, it's still going to be up in the air. I don't think, especially when it comes to fantasy, I'm not going to shy away from T. Higgins. I don't think this even drops their ADP in any way, whether or not he plays. Um, Jamar Chase is you know, a top dog. So you got to look at it in the same capacity. Like I want to have that guy. So whether it's Joe Burrow or, or whoever else, yeah, you're going to take a dip there, but it is a calf strain. If they treat him right and he gets the right you know amount of rest, then yeah, you're just going to have Joe Burrow for a little bit cheaper at prime time of the season. When Burrow comes back, I'm not trying away from any of these and Burrow is expected to come back by week one. Yes. A calf strain takes time. I'm not going to shy away from any Bengal players outside of Joe Mixon. Cause that doesn't have anything to do with, with Joe Burrow, but that's me. Um, I thought what was interesting was there's been no news about Dalvin Cook besides rumors to the Jets. I was watching a practice of Carolina versus the Jets earlier today. Some highlights. Thrilling. So, yeah, very, very thrilling. They could not run the football. Brian Burns was all over them. Um, so I think I don't know who, who was running the ball. I know they were different jersey numbers during preseason or practice sometimes at number 23 whoever that is i think they have michael carter uh yeah michael michael carter, carter bam knight um and israel it must have been michael I carter that last name but yeah i mean it, it 
I'm just saying, I think Dalvin might be going there. I don't think Kareem, I think Kareem Hunt, I don't know why the Saints would look at getting him when you have Jamal Williams and he's a viable option for three games. It's And the weird thing to me is I think Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara, are they play very similar, at least as far as like catching the ball, kind of like their shiftiness. Yes, they're very different sizes, but you're basically, yeah, you would be replacing the same players when he comes back. Maybe they're just looking for that three-week rental, but at what capacity? That's weird. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that, yeah. but I, I mean, as long as if they think they're going to be competitive and the Saints have a very easy schedule, they may want to make sure those first three weeks are taken care of. So yeah, maybe they'll sign Kareem give him a two and a half million dollar deal. And the second Alvin Kamara comes back, cut him or run with everything. Yeah. It's tough, man. They do have a really easy schedule though. And they play yeah. nobody. Right. So. I know. Yeah. I saw that Saints might be pretty good this year, especially with that defense might be the best defense in fantasy. Seriously with that, with the division they have to play who they have to play. Absolutely. I don't think they play like a single good quarterback. I know. Is that, is that the video you're watching? Yeah. I saw the same thing. Me and Jared are, on point right there, but I think that matters. Um, do you guys think the Zach Martin thing matters? He's one of the the best linemen in the NFL right now, holding out. Is this going to last into the season? You have Tony Pollard, who has you know, still been in that system, has to get up to speed. They lost a couple pieces from that group. Dak is still struggling. Do you think Zach Martin is going to have a huge effect, or do you think you know he'll come back and we shouldn't care? I heard Jerry Jones say something along the lines of uh, – Zach Martin has made a lot of money already, and he's got to kind of let some of the other guys make money. So I don't, I don't think this is a good thing for Zach, even holding out because they can't waive those fees, and I don't think he's getting going to get the extension to. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's not a good situation, and I'm not excited if I'm a Cowboys fan. No, I think this make it a lot scarier. Again, Dak is struggling. He's their best lineman, and they have been. Uh, Tyrone Smith is only like 32, but a dude can't stay on the field. So you want to keep your best players. It's concerning, but I, mean, I wouldn't say it was as bad as Jim Irsay, but still being like, oh, you know, he could be gone week one, so we're just going to play on without him. I think if it comes to like another contract or more talks break down, that's not what you want to hear from your owner. No, of course, so, of course it's not. It, it stinks. Yeah, you can't give everybody money, but at the same time, don't burn your best players. I know, right? That's watch, watch him go to San Francisco for some reason. No, I'd be. Wouldn't that be bummed. crazy? I would, would be really be crazy. Bummed. This is a random Minnesota topic. would be cool. Before we get into fantasy yeah. stuff, I want to ask you guys a question. So there's been a lot of stuff since the, like the Super Bowl and NFC Championship game, and, and they keep doing this. Where would you guys consider after that NFC Championship game and all the smack that's been talked? Mm-hmm. Would you consider this year, not overall, the Eagles and 49ers to be a rivalry in 2023 based on what happened in the NFC Championship game? No. Um, I would put it. I would put it a hair below. I mean, would you consider the Packers versus San Francisco rivalry? For, now, for, that, no. now that Rodgers is gone, I don't know. Yeah, then no. When Rodgers was there, like there was like that connection. I, I, feel, 90s, I feel like I'm sure. Yeah, you know, and yeah. Because how many times has San Francisco played the four, the Eagles in the playoffs? And mm. like in the most recent years. Not a ton, actually. Like I said, it was just like the way that game ended, and there was a yeah. ton of bad blood but from that. I, I would say if you guys meet again and we you do. win, then it's a rivalry. If you lose, they just own you. I wouldn't say that. But at the same time, we play them like week 13 in a gauntlet. We play like the Kansas City, and then we play the Bills, Chiefs. Or no, we played Bills, Chiefs, Niners, Cowboys. Mm. And then the Cowboys before that. So it's an absolute gauntlet. I still won't see it that way, but that game is going to be heated. I'm oh, yeah. not going to consider it a rivalry. Sorry to go off on that tangent, but I wanted your thoughts. No. Can't saw, be a rivalry. Saw some stuff on it, so I wanted to get opinions. No, I don't think it's a rivalry. Perfect. It's got to happen more often. I saw it on Bleacher Report. I It was like a poll. I did select no, so you guys proved my clickbait. Yeah, 100% clickbait. You just got fished. Anything else on there? Do you guys want to talk about your love for Teddy Fridgewater? No. Uh, I love Teddy, and I wish he came to Minnesota. Yeah. Good backup piece. Good for him. He'll small never be anything that he is. You can't even say that anymore because Kenny Pickett's in the lead. <laughs> so if you say small hands, it's Kenny Pickett. We all know that. Uh, but that's pretty much it for news. Do we want to take a break and then go into more fantasy stuff? Yeah, but, no, but let's just jump over into it. Heck yeah. All right, cool. Do you guys want me to? What do you got, Jared? Well, I gotta, I'm got i going to go grab some water real quick. Uh, okay, we're going to take a little break. Fair enough. Okay. All right, we'll be back. Bye. Welcome back, everybody. Let's jump into this next fantasy football segment, the moment you guys were all waiting for. Yeah. So what we're going to do here is we are going to uh, – did we, did we decide we're going to do top 10 or top 12? We're going to do top 10. All right. Because, I mean, most people are in 10-man leagues. So of the of, of the of the top 10 – yeah, 10-man leagues, not top 10. Yeah. We're going to pick one player that we're avoiding 
in every round as far as ADP goes. Yep. We are going to be going off the Roto-Wire average draft position. Uh, and that again, that is for half PPR. So just for an example, I'm going to list off the top 10 names, the top 10 draftees, and we are all going to take one name out of them and explain either why we want them no, why we don't want them. Just Correct. why we don't want them. And yeah. then everyone else can kind of debate whether it's like, oh, you're crazy and whatnot. Uh, because you're crazy. Especially with this first round, there's going to be some hot takes in here. So yeah. uh, without further ado, you boys ready? Ready. All right. Mm-hmm. Ready. Let's do it. So uh, the top 10 so far for half PPR on August 9th is JJ number one, of course. Jamar Chase coming in at number two. We got Christian McCaffrey at three. Tyree Kill at four, Cooper Cup coming in at five, Ooh. Travis Kelsey just outside at six, Austin Eckler at seven, Diggsy at eight. We got the rookie Bijan Robinson at nine, and AJ Brown rounding out the top ten. Um, does anyone want to start? I absolutely do. What you got? Um, so this year, earlier this year, on say we do auction drafts and you know obviously dynasty stuff. I was very excited to take Cooper Cup. I got him for what I thought was a steal. I think it was $31 out of our $300 cap. Uh now he's questionable. Hamstring injury. Um I was already somewhat in doubt about, you know, the um the Rams. Sorry, I couldn't think of their name. About the Rams in general. Um I'd like to think they're going to be playing from behind a lot, so I thought Cooper Cup was going to get at least 150 targets. Now dealing with kind of a nagging hamstring injury. It's not yeah. what you want to see at this time of year. Am I confident with my pick? I still am. I think Cooper Cup is still going to be you know, an exemplary player. Am I a little bit more nervous now? And would I have paid the same that I did earlier? I would not. Um, just the, the hamstring injuries, they tend to linger. Same thing with calves and just kind of the tissue. Um, so me personally, I would not take Cooper Cup in this position. Maybe if you fell to 9-10, sure. Uh, but at least in this place and moving forward, I'm probably going to avoid Cooper Cup in the first round. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean... I think for where Cooper Cup is going at five, that's a strong fade. So I agree with you on that one, AJ. I would have taken him before Jamar Chase before preseason started. Like, um, that's I don't think I necessarily would have, but I have to agree with you on that round one. I mean, any of the other top ten guys, I could see them going. Um, maybe not necessarily. I mean, AJ Brown, CD Lamb, they're kind of interchangeable for me. So I would say for where Cup is going, it's a strong fade. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess like th- th- Cooper Cup wasn't going to be my pick, but I don't necessarily want I, I, in a complete redraft league. I I guess I could take him in the top ten. Um. I don't know, because because the upside is still huge, right? I mean, it's hard to forget the twenty twenty one season when he was just stellar. Triple crown, baby. He was on. I don't know if he was quite on the same exact pace, but he was very dominant last year prior to his injury. Um, the biggest problem is Stafford also having an injury. You're kind of battling two of them with one player there. Spinal. Um, so that's that. Yeah, and that's a huge injury. So you never. Plus, Stafford's had back issues in the past. So True. it's there's a lot going on there. I've already shared this with with you guys about how I feel about that. Um, that wasn't the name I was gonna pick. Um, but that's a strong second pick for me. It's, again, we're talking the first round, so it's not an easy thing. Yes, if, if Cooper Cup falls me at like seven, eight, nine, I'm not going to complain about it. But with where he's I going, I still wouldn't take him. I think he falls out of the top ten completely for me. Well, that's why you've only ever won one championship. So let's not I'm forget the most recent out of all of us. So uh, Jared, let's not forget Jared. Who uh, who's your guy? I'm I'm sticking with Cooper Cup too. Oh, you guys both think it's Cooper Cup? Yeah. Oh, my. That's not what it was before this. Yeah, it was. He changes mind. This my, guy. My number one's Christian McCaffrey. I get that though. Coming in at number three, and it's like number one, you're in a a little bit of I I know it's Christian McCaffrey, but you're still in a bit of a crowded running back room. I mean, they've got studs everywhere there. Elijah Mitchell's already hurt. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So sure, but that was even gonna uh, that that like helps my next point. Sure. Everybody gets injured in San Francisco. Yeah. So something in the Everybody water. has been getting injured over there. And, like, I understand that you really shouldn't, like, bet on that. I preach that all the time. You can't bet on an injury. But, like, at some point, you got to take this a little bit serious where it's like, this isn't just. I mean, is that really a coincidence? Every single year, their number one guy gets gets wrecked and even their number two. And then I mean, Elijah Mitchell already has. 
Yeah. I think I think he's got like a hamstring or something like that. But still, I mean, he missed. And if you do look at it, because this is like an actual thing, when Elijah Mitchell plays, or when he doesn't play, Christian McCaffrey averages like 18 touches a game. When Elijah Mitchell does play, he gets about 10 touches a game. And, and that's the same amount of yards. Just running back touches, though. Obviously, he's catching passes out of the backfield. But still, having, having Christian McCaffrey last year and all of a sudden – Christian McCaffrey gets all the way down the field, 70 yards through six plays. Elijah Mitchell comes in. It's the Mark Ingram effect. That's what you're terrified of, but still, it's a, it's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian's just the one that I'm not taking in the top 10. Um, I just feel like there's – yeah, because the other thing is it's also like, you know, I think we also have this fixation on what Christian McCaffrey was from like 2018 to 2021, you know, which was unbelievably stellar. Like, let's, let's be honest. But he's he's – Got a lot of. He's come back from. How many injuries has he come back from now? Nah. Three or four in his career, and it's like he's, he's definitely. Is he on the other side of twenty five? Yeah, mm, I think, yeah. I think he's turning twenty six. So yeah, he's still so he's still like, younger though. Yeah, yeah. There's just I I don't know. At number three overall, I, that's who I'm fading. At least you know I, I mean look at all these other, all all these other players. I would much rather have. I mean, you'd rather have Eckler. I would rather take Hill. Yeah, absolutely, I would rather have Eckler. Would you rather have Bijan? Yeah. Nick Chubb? Uh, what? Yeah, probably. Again, we're talking half point. Half point PPR. But still. Like I said, I think Christian McCaffrey, I, it's one of those things where I feel like if you're drafting, you're going like the hero running back strategy. Like You have to have your really, really good hero running back. So if you take a CMC, then you probably go wide receiver, wide receiver, and then you end up with like a Ramondre or a, a Travis Etienne, you know, a little bit later in those rounds. That's why I see Christian McCaffrey being a good pick because you're hoping for – absolute number one upside but we've all seen christian mccaffrey's downside and it sucks yeah it's christian's downside is he has ruined fantasy teams you know he it's that, that is what it is i took um, one of those so for me it's christian yeah i, I, I that's who i'm kind of avoiding in the top 10 cool. crowded room in a, on a team with a ton of injuries he has a bad injury history and maybe he returns to form and you know gets 2,000 all-purpose yards and 15 touchdowns but i'm not counting on that that's fair. There's one player I do want to talk about, then let's move on to the next ones. I just want to get your guys' opinions. Obviously, looking at uh, Austin Eckler, because I just brought him up. This year, they have a brand-new OC. They're dealing with Kellen Mond. We yep. saw it happen last year. Uh, compared to the previous regime, Kellen Mond doesn't – or Kellen Mond. Kellen Moore doesn't have the checkdowns that they previously did. All I'm going to say is this year, I would be a little bit more weary, as Austin Eckler has never had a 1,000 rushing yards season – what he makes up for is out of the past. Now they have Quentin Johnson, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Everybody's healthy. I'm actually a little concerned about Austin Eckler, but I'm not going to take him out of my top ten at all. The reason I'm not necessarily concerned about Austin Eckler is, unlike Dallas, who had C.D. Lamb, that's where Kellen Mond used to. Kellen Moore, I did it too. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I, got, Kellen I got it in your head. To, yeah, sorry, Kellen Moore used to coach. Unlike the Cowgirls, they only had one wide receiver. Um, versus the Chargers they have three in the defensive the defensive team is really going to have to play middle zone and man coverage on the outside and that's going to open up those little uh, flat routes for Austin Eckler to get on the outside and get big yardage 12 13 yard chunks he might only get you you might be right he might only get three to four touch uh, receptions a game but if they're chunks of yards that you get 70 all purpose just off the receptions of four that's great it's great numbers i I'm like not, that i'm not definitely not saying don't draft him but i'm more wary this year about austin eckler than i ever have been is all i'm trying to say i would re- i would take eckler 10 out of 10 times before christian mccaffrey i would not I but totally I, would. I get the argument of it though because again christian mccaffrey is a lot more of those question marks around him than austin eckler has i would take either of those well before Bijan. i would too yeah because yeah. i i just with with rookies, you just don't know what you don't know. Yeah, but and there's I'd ra- always I, a stud rookie. There always year. is, and I'm, it, I'm and not a rookie gonna guy. It's going to be him. I mean, it's going to be it, him. It could be. You know how many t- people win fantasy leagues Dude, because they, have they Arthur got Smith. a stud? So what? Well, he didn't look that great last year. No, did he? Did he, did he not? Did you see him out on the field? Was he I saw him making, coaching. Was he making tackles? I saw him coaching. I see a stealing Connor's point. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, that's top ten. Let's move on to the second round. All Nick, right, who is your second, second round? round number fade? eleven. So at no, coming at number eleven, we have CD uh, CD Lamb. Twelve, we got Nick Chubb. Uh, my my thing is clicking way too fast. 
So I'm missing. Okay, 13, we got Amon Ross St. Brown. 14, we got Garrett Wilson. 15, Devontae Adams. 16, Jalen Waddle. 17, Saquon Barkley. 18, Tony Pollard. 19, we got Chris Olave. And coming in at number 20, we got the first quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Nick, you start us off. Uh, who am I? Okay, who I'm fading in this who one? Who you fading? You guys are going to be so mad at me. Go for it. Devontae Adams. Oh, that was my second choice. It's not my number one, but I absolutely thought the same. That's my number one. I want to hear your reason. It's going to be the same exact thing as mine. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, that guy, I don't think he's ever thrown for 30 touchdowns. I don't think he's ever thrown for 4,000 yards. Um, Don't quote me on that, but I'm, like, pretty sure. And if so, that's probably maybe only once. He is not the guy that's going to get Devontae his 100 targets, his 1,500 yards, and his 12 touchdowns. And it's not a knock on Devontae. It is not a knock on Devontae. If by chance you're watching this, not a knock on you. My bad. It's No, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo in his entire career is not known to throw the ball downfield. He's going to hit kind of the underneath routes. He's going to make the medium throws. He's not a deep ball thrower, and that's where Derek Carr, at least last year, not saying he played great, did excel. Devontae Adams hit a lot of those deep routes. So I am personally also nervous about it, um, but I might be willing to take that chance. Jimmy G is at least practicing now, uh, but I'm also very nervous about Devontae Adams, but I'm not completely fading him yet. So who's your guy? My guy is actually, it's Tony Pollard. Ooh. I think that's going to be shocking to a lot of people. It's shocking to me. Again, I talked about Zach Martin. I've talked about their offensive line. I've talked about their new OC. I have issues with Dak. It's not just because it's a cowboy thing. Tony Pollard also has a lot of injury issues. So if you're going to bring up the Christian McCaffrey thing and having those problems... I honestly think Zeke's going to come back. They have Deuce Vaughn, who's going to be that little scat back, who's going to take some of that receiving work out from Tony Pollard, whether he's a rookie or not, maybe later in the season. I'm going to be aware of those things now, so I don't have to face them at the end of the season. If Tony Pollard plays all 17 games, he's going to be a stud, and I'm going to look like an idiot at the end of the year. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to run solely through him, and I think they're going to be more of a passing offense as with him being there. So I think he's absolutely going to be a good running back. I'm just not taking him, you know, at the end of the second round. Third round falls to me, absolutely not taking him in the second. So you would would you take Pollard over Derrick Henry? Absolutely. Jonathan Taylor, yes. <laughs> That's interesting. And then, then how does he fall out of your second round? Because if you're taking Pollard over Derrick Henry, you're not going to have any running backs left when it gets to you. I do honestly this year I would be fine going zero RB. If that's Interesting. the way if that's the way the draft falls to me, I think there's enough talent in the third and fourth round to go wide receiver, wide receiver, and then still come back and grab like a Ramondre and like an Alexander Madison in the fifth, sixth round. You can absolutely get away with that and then come up with studs. I I mean, looking at the same list, would you rather have Chris Olave or Tony Pollard in that situation? Tony Pollard. Chris Olave would wouldn't even question it for me for Tony, me at least. Tony Pollard. That's tough. Tony Pollard gets his full first year. I think He's it. He's gonna tear it up. I think it depends on what position you took in the first. If well, I there took was a only... run, if I somehow took a running back in the first, then I would rather have Olave. If I took a wide receiver, I think I would go Pollard. There would only. Be I three think Pollard's in for a big year. I mean, there'd be only three running backs you're taking in the first. So well, and we have to look at it this way. So this year is an anomaly. I think it's only happened one other time that this many wide receivers are now going first. I mean, historically, I mean, look at our own drafts. Yes, we're in a standard league for like our main league, so it makes sense. But a lot of these, I'll say, running backs are just such a hodgepodge of what can happen that wide receivers have been a little bit more consistent. So it's more of a focus. That's why these running backs are falling later and later. That's why I look at Tony Pollard being more of a Travis Etienne and a Ramondre Stevenson. I'm not going to take him above Derrick Henry. Absolutely not. Even in half points. See, I think they're getting chosen less and less, not for like production reasons, but just for the injury factor. Yeah. That they get, you know, you're more likely to get a number one wide receiver for a full year than you are a number one running back. Facts. Um, Which is just a, that yeah, it's the way of the world right now. Um, Let's move on. Uh, oh, actually, I do have no. I had one follow-up question. So, cool. of these guys, right? So, CD, Nick Chubb, Amon Rossi, Brown, Garrett Wilson, Devonta Adams, Waddle, Barkley, Pollard, Olave, and Mahomes. So, we all picked one player that we were going to fade out of the first round. Who's yours for the second round? Yeah, you didn't pick anyone to fade out of the first. No, out of the second round, I didn't. Who is it then? Patrick Mahomes. 
I'm not taking. Oh, I'm not taking Patty fine, yeah. Mahomes. I'm not a quarterback like early guy, so I would never draft quarterbacks there anyway. So not in the second round. You. Yeah. At that, like, if you can get him, like, if you can get Patty Mahomes middle of the third, I like that value. But if you're using a second round pick for him, that is, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's too soon. But at the same time, he was the number one fantasy player last year. Well, he is a beast. He is a beast. Um, but who of that second round would you put in the first? Nick Chubb. Um, for PPR or half PPR, half PPR. Um, I'm putting. To be honest with you. <laughs> I might put Garrett Wilson. I'm there. also putting Garrett Wilson. That was Wilson my other thought, but yeah. Absolutely. I mean, at, at the end of the day. I would take him at 10. I yeah. would absolutely take him at 10. Know, and at, I would be stoked yeah. about that. Right. You know, at, at the end of the day, he's really good. And he was really good with some really bad quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Now he gets a guy that actually can throw him a halfway decent pass. It's going to be lights out. But I heard that he had an ankle injury and he wasn't practicing. Yeah. So yeah. that's something I, to be I weary of. Like, I do feel like. Rodgers is definitely going to have a bounce back season. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily think it's going to be the MVP caliber seasons that we've 4, seen. Four thousand yards, but uh, oh yeah, I think he'll yeah. get four thousand thirty touchdowns. That's probably like ten ish interceptions. You know, mm. a three to one I ratio. I don't, I don't would think be he'll get guess. ten. You know? He'll get seven, maybe five. Again, by the same, he time, doesn't. Th- he doesn't throw a lot of picks. That is true, but he's not playing with the same team. So like, yes, they're building trust now, but there's still a lot of these situations in his first year. Maybe it's not perfect. Maybe it is. We'll he see. threw 12 last year. That was the most he's ever had in a season. Yeah. Before that, it was 11. Nope, he had 13 once. I'm just saying, like, I feel like 30 to 10, I feel like that's totally reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, technical video difficulties. That's Perfect. Okay. Let's keep moving on here. Uh, so, uh, looking at the, at the third round, we got uh, coming in at number 21, Derrick Henry. Then we got Devontae Smith at 22, Taylor at 23, T. Higgins at 24, Jalen Hurts at 25, Josh Allen at 26, Calvin Ridley 27, Ramondre Stevenson 28, DK Metcalf at 29, and at 30, we got the second tight end. We got Mark Andrews. Um, Of these guys, AJ, tell me why you're fading on Devontae Smith. I'm not. I'm actually really high on Devontae Smith this year. Uh, What I'm going to go with is Do you think Devontae Smith will do better than AJ Brown? In a half point PPR, I do. This guy don't what? smoke crack. <laughs> so Period. Again, if we're gonna talk a half point PPR, Devontae Smith is gonna be the guy who's gonna catch all the balls. And yes, AJ Brown had a sick year. The thing is, AJ Brown has always gotten hurt. So me personally, if I could get Devontae Smith in the third versus AJ Brown in borderline first, again, I like to take value. So Am I saying that's going to happen? I think A.J. Brown has the higher ceiling. I know Devontae Smith is going to be more consistent is where I'm at within that choice, and I had A.J. Brown last year. So I loved it. He's got a great first name. Um, do you want me to give up my, my fade, or should we let Jared start? Uh, yeah, just give the fade out. What All you right. got? I'm going to go with the fade. It is surprisingly D.K. Metcalf. I know Geno had a sick year. Tyler Lockett's still there, and they just drafted JSN. I think he's going to be a beast. At the end of the day, Pete Carroll is still going to be a run-first team, and I get it. Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker are both hurt. But the thing that's been really nice is looking back at the old Russell Wilson days, they had Doug Baldwin, and they had Tyler Lockett or um, Jermaine Curse. They're very good at supporting two wide receivers. Where I have an issue with this, and yes, a lot of it's going to go to DK, I don't personally trust that that is going to be consistent enough. It's the same issue I see with A.J. Brown, where if you're going to be a run-first team, you're going to get limited touches. So me personally, I am fading just Seahawks wide receivers this year until I can see not only that Geno can do it again, but they're going to make some sort of change. And apparently JSN has looked absolutely amazing. Me personally, I'm just not taking the chance on DK at this value. JSN is amazing. He is absolutely amazing. I got him on all my dynasty drafts. Yeah, he's a beast. Pumped about it. Who um, got, Jared? I'm, I'm fading Jonathan Taylor here. At the number 23, yeah. J- JT didn't really do much for us last year, which... Big old stinker. Which was, you know, sad to see because he was going one or two or three in most drafts last year. Um, Falling into the third round, do you really take another chance on JT knowing he has injury problems, knowing that they have no pass game to speak of, and they're going to fill the box with seven to eight guys every single play? I feel like that's a really tough buy for me at, at the third round pick. I would totally take JT in the third I wouldn't either, especially. With, I would told. There's so much upside in that. Hundred percent. I think you're right. But what I am also afraid of is the Anthony Richardson, Josh Allen thing. We're like sick. 
They're on the one. It's first and one. Awesome. Anthony Richardson runs it in. If they get to the one. If they get it's to the one. It's just like, I don't know, out of this 10, most of these wide receivers are wide, are literally wide receiver twos. Yeah. This so is my favorite like, round. Would you rather have the starting running back or a wide receiver two? I'm taking the starting running back. I would rather have you know, Josh like, Jacobs over Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I, I would too. Agreed. Yeah, but I he's would falling too. at 31. So why would you waste your pick? I think. Uh, what if you get bold? I don't know. I do yeah, think Josh Jacobs has probably fallen as far as he's going to. I would not be surprised if you see Jonathan Taylor start to go towards the mid to late third round right. by the time these drafts come out. I think he's going to slip a little bit more. If that happens, love to take him down there. Again, hopefully you have a running back wide receiver. Um, even if you do take him, hopefully you have kind of more of that consistent piece, being that he's – we'll see. I'm definitely much more worried about Jonathan Taylor um, playing for the Colts in the sense of what's been going on with him and Ursay and trying yeah. to get a deal rather than, like, he's not going to get the opportunity or he's not going to, you know, uh, or he's just going to, like, play bad or get hurt. I'm, I'm more concerned about the contract issue than I am – like a production standpoint. Yeah. No, it's know? a massive And it's concern. like Jonathan Taylor, he's still 24 years old. I will absolutely take that, dude. You know, he, one year removed from, from leading the league. It's. I, I'm just saying the position that he's in, for fantasy speaking, at 23, I'm not buying it. I told, I totally I mean, if he's would. in, if he's in totally a different would. situation, 100%. I don't know. So would you rather have Derrick Henry than Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. See, I wouldn't. And I understand why, why one would. That's just, I don't know. Who's your guy, Nick? That I'm fading out of this? Mm-hmm. Um, probably Devontae Smith. Not to be a hater, but it's just like, I don't I know. I mean, it's half I, PPR. At, 20, at 22, yeah, it's I'm going to take a there. wide receiver two overall. I mean. I'm just, I'm not doing that. And I don't I don't care if AJ believes that he's going to finish better than AJ Brown. I, I definitely don't believe that. I, 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 I don't think yeah. there's any reason to believe that. AJ Brown's in his prime. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I think I would personally, if the opportunity came up, Devontae Smith or Amari Cooper. Devontae I would take Smith. Amari Cooper. I still think with Smith. See, me, I would too, Nick. I would take. I mean, yeah, Deshaun I'm gonna take Deshaun Watson, number one wide receiver. Number one wide receiver. Yeah, why? I'm versus number two. I mean, though, I do agree with you, AJ. Half PPR, PPR. Devontae Smith is a reception monster. Absolutely, he gets yeah. those touch. He gets those short yardage. Can sometimes break it out. He's hyper fast. And he stays healthy. If A.J. Brown goes down like we know he does three to four games in the year, Devontae Smith is going to be locked and loaded, ready to roll. Yeah, he had like 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. He, again, he was a good two. But even throughout this list, I mean, where I see the difference is like I would rather have Calvin Ridley for the upside over Devontae Smith. I would too. But at the same time, for like consistency, it's like a whole thing. We just have different views on it too. Again, I'm also going to be a homer for Devontae Smith. Am I going to draft him? No. I don't personally like to draft Eagles players. Then I get let down twice or I win twice. And I don't always play that game. You were pretty mad at me last year for taking Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I was because I had a whole strategy behind him and A.J. Brown, and you ruined it. Crazy. It's for a different topic, but yeah. Um, Moving on to the next one. So coming in at number 31, we do have Josh Jacobs. We got Brees Hall coming in at 32, Amari Cooper at 33, Debo at 34, Lamar Jackson 35. We got the rookie Jameer Gibbs coming in at 36, Keenan Allen at 37, 38. We got Jerry Judy. We got Najee Harris at 39, and 40. We've got Travis Etienne. If I'm just looking at this, I have a feeling we are all going to agree on this player. Probably. All right. On three. Well, is everybody ready? Yeah. You ready, Jared? Um, I'm pretty sure me and Nick are synced. So, yeah, let's pick one of those guys. It's probably the same. You guys can go We're ahead. Gonna say, I want you to pick one. Look at that 10. Yep, I'm ready. All cool. Right, on the, so, it's going to go one, two, three. Say it. Okay. So, one, two, three. Najee Heights. Najee. Jamar Gibbs. Gibbs. Yeah, we did all go, go okay. different. Well, yeah. I definitely thought you were going to go Najee with me. No. No. I'll take Najee for sure. I will not. Sorry, I would ben. take Najee at 40. I would not. I think you're going to find much better value. I'm not going to take Joe Mixon over him, but... Well, there's after after Najee, it pretty much is a cliff. It's the dead zone. Yeah, like Travis I think Etienne... I Najee's in that dead zone. I would take Travis Etienne and Najee if I get... I feel if like I had Joe like Mixon's got pick. a lot of value still. I feel, I feel like Aaron Jones has got a lot of value. Kenneth Walker is a question mark because of... Uh, Injuries and Injury. yeah. Alex Madison is criminally underrated. 
He's coming in at 57. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm seeing him consistently in the underrated. sixth round. And that's lower than that's this. That's going to be so, – I mean, that's not going to happen in our league because there's Vikings fans. But, yeah. like, that is going to be a steal for the, you know, the fantasy leagues over in California or, you know, anywhere that they Absolutely. don't care about Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Un, it's unbelievable. Every single time Alexander Madison has started for uh, Dalvin Cook, he's a top ten back. It's only been, like, what, four games, too? Oh, it's been way more than that. Has it? It's been, like, 10 or 12 or 15 Dalvin misses like two or three games. Could every be a year. whole season, I suppose. But I'm saying Alex you know? Madison's also been hurt a little bit. Again, I think he's going to have a great really. season, so no, I'm not, not putting really. him down by any means. Um, but okay, uh, so you're picking Najee Harris. Who did, yeah. who did you pick, Jared? I did Jameer Gibbs. Why? Why? Reason I'm thinking Jameer Gibbs is uh, it's solely based on who the Lions are. Dan Campbell wants to run the football. I get it, but at the same token, it is the Lions. He could be – now, I could eat my words on this. He could be the best rookie back in this draft, outpacing Bijan. You're looking back and be like, I can't believe we put him so low and we put Bijan so high. I could see that totally happening. But for me to take a rookie, unproving running back, if I have already have an RB1 from those first three draft, from those first three, uh, draft picks, I'm going to wait to pick up my RB2 later. I'm going to focus on – maybe a tight end if maybe Mark Andrews fell to me or another wide receiver personally. Cool. I, this is not biased because even though I, if you're, you guys know how I've been last year, I definitely still like Cortland Sutton more than Jerry Judy, but it's got nothing to do with Jerry Judy. I want nothing, nothing to do with Russell Wilson. Absolutely not. I'm not going to, I'm not going to live through that year again absolutely not where you got these awesome weapons and they're just like 40 yards five catches Sean 65 Payton. yards six catches you make know. sure you instill that in everybody in our league and let me get jerry judy you can again. Have, yeah. i think he's gonna have you a monster season i know this sean year, payton so you i thought cannot, he was gonna Michael have a monster thomas. Se- you thought he was gonna have a monster season last year he's I, I absolutely thomas. did but at the end of the day jerry judy through the last eight weeks was a rock star ah uh, it's a little bit of a stretch dude he was going full nickelback rock star no. is a stretch Dude, get, hold up. That reference was steak sauce. A1, top tier. That was amazing. I just have concerns, or I, I just don't have the same concerns you do. I think there's no way that Russell Wilson can't get a little bit better. I absolutely Sutton's think looked that. really good. I he, could be, he could get worse. He could get worse. I don't think he get worse <laughs> this, than last year. Last year could have been the beginning of the end. You know. And it, now and he's going to bounce around, bounce no. around, bounce around. I will he's die. definitely not even – he's definitely did not even play up to half of his contract last year. Well, I'm telling you what. I'm going to die in this anthill because I will draft Jerry Judy this year. Let me do it. I'm, Let's just tell the whole team. No Let one's going to stop you. Perfect. Nobody's I will take Jerry you. Judy. I'm high on Jerry Judy. I'm going to take him right there all day. Jared, I think you're crazy with Jameer Gibbs, but I don't think you should go this early. So yes, I think you're crazy with Najee Harris. That's really fine. We play in the same leagues. That's what's going to be fun. We're going to see who's Najee right, at who's 39th wrong. overall. I'll totally take that pass. I would too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that's good value. I think so too. I mean, after that, I'll take any running back at I mean, 39. That's going to get 250 touchdowns or 50 touches. I would take that too. That'd be amazing. I mean, you know? I mean, after after Najee, so say say you do go wide receiver, tight end, heavy. You get a you get the best QB, you get the best tight end, you have one good wide receiver, and you're looking down the pipe of saying Najee, Etienne, or Aaron Jones. You could pull in like maybe Miles Sanders. See, I wouldn't pull Miles Sanders. Well, I would. Within mm. that scenario right there, I'd be fine. But honestly, still, those are honestly, all like even if my running backs were like let's say Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins, great scenario. No. Yeah. But at that point, my running backs would be, or my wide receivers would be sick. I probably have a fantastic tight end. I think this is a good well, year. Well, one of your wide receivers is Jerry Judy, though. I'd be fine with that, too. I'd feel like an absolute stud Number at that wide point. Wide receiver again, one. Dude, I'm so prepared for this year. You two are going to get crushed. Uh-huh. Jerry Judy is going to be a wide receiver one this year. I'm going that far. All right. Well, let's jump into the fifth round. Cool. How high do you think Jerry Judy's going to finish? Wide receiver one. I think he's going to have a top ten wide receiver finish. Yeah, he's wide receiver one overall. Is, fantasy. Yeah. No, he is a wide Easily. receiver. He one. should He's be the one up here on this, where would on this you draft. Put him? Yeah, yeah. I want you to put, tell me right now, where is Jerry Judy finishing among Jerry all Judy, everyone else. I'd, I'd go wide receiver 10. All right. I would go. Lock it in. Lock it in. Ben. Gonna, I'll, take a, I'll take a $10 bet on it if you guys want. I'll put a $100 if, bet on it. If you're confident. Take him up. We only do 10 bucks. That's all we do. Because Jared doesn't exactly. bet big money, so I just make I it a staple. Him, I did bet him $100 before. 
And you probably didn't pay it. No, you're yeah, a non-payer bet guy. What are you kidding me? I've always paid on every bet. Either way, fifth round pick. Let's go. Uh, moving every on bet. at number forty-one, we got coming in Christian Watson. Number forty-two, we got Joe Mixon, Drake London coming at forty-three, Terry McLaurin at forty-four, DeAndre Hopkins at forty-five, Mike Williams at forty-six, DJ Moore forty-seven, Joe Burrow forty-eight, forty-nine, Justin Fields, and rounding it out at number fifty is Christian Kirk. Yeah, I think so. I feel like in this round, and and this might be off, but when you're coming up to this round, you're more looking deeper than that top ten. Those the rest of the top ten guys, if I'm not mistaken. You start, yeah, you start, you start, you start plugging holes. Yeah, you start filling holes. So, but out of the top, out of these ten, where I think you could get a lot more value, um, is I'm. I like Mike Williams here um, as a deep threat guy, but the guy I'm probably fading the most, the most, has to be Drake London. I think I'm I'm just fading him. I don't think he's worth my fourth round, my fifth round pick. If he falls to me in the sixth, seventh round, cool with it because I can put him on my flex. But Drake London right here, after all the great wide receivers have just come and pass, and you didn't get a single one of them or two of them, you're struggling for a certain. Um, in fantasy yeah honestly I was gonna go with Drake London just because it just seemed chalky to me so I wanted to be a little bit different I actually rode this guy in the latter half of last season but I think there's a lot more problems with it now it's actually going at the top of that round Christian Watson I do not think should be this high you have players like Brandon Ayuk, Christian Kirk Mike Williams DeAndre Hopkins Chris Godwin Hollywood Brown no I, just, I agree. I you. don't think I do not think Christian Watson should be a fifth round pick. That is absolutely crazy. We had known nothing about Jordan Love. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, he played one game and Christian Watson had a touchdown. Great. I'm not gonna let that hold me and make this decision. That's this is one of those players, this is one of those picks that will destroy your season. Again, there are better players that are more sustainable than Christian Watson. Yeah, if you want to try to go for a home run hit, by all means, you take that chance. I'm not going to. He's a sixth, fifth, or he's at least a sixth round pick for me. I'm not going to take him here at all. I would in in this year, and this is a sneak peek for you guys. the The biggest rumor out of Packers camp is Dobbs is the number one. Romeo Dobbs. He's looked amazing. In he's camp. the number one. Yeah. And don't and, get tricked by training camp though. No, no, no. I'm not don't. even. I'm not even tricked. I follow a good amount of the Packers uh, fan base and what they're seeing. He looks good, and the best part about this is he's best friends with Jordan Love versus Christian Watson is not. It's also Christian Watson for me. Um, Christian had a lot of touchdowns last year for a rookie, but, like, they you're, all playing came with, you're playing with – Yes, they yeah. did. Very streaky, and you're playing with Aaron Rodgers. I'm more concerned that you couldn't get the yards, you know, and, I, it, again, this is not necessarily a knock on Christian at this point, though, but the real reason he's being faded is, like AJ said – I'm not putting my faith in Jordan Love. No. I'm just not doing it. And someone might, and if that does, you know, end up popping off, you know, someone's going to have one heck of a fantasy team. Yeah. But at, I don't know, in the fifth round, no way. There's early so fifth. many other names you could pick. This is five, I would much rather like have Joe fifth. Mixon. I would way rather have Drake London than Christian Watson. Uh, Drake London, has, uh, he's a super athlete, dude. That guy's, that guy's really – I mean, his, he's, his, he's knock, is, his knock is the same argument – uh, as Christian Watson, but it's with Desmond Ritter, right? But I, I just think, you know, pound for pound, I think Drake London is it's the better athlete. So I, I like London there. Mm. Um, I would rather take Terry McLaurin, even yeah. though he has can't seem to put together the fantasy team we, or the fantasy season we want. That again, all, all this comes back to quarterbacks, right? Like oh, all the 100%. top, all the top weapons with the top guys here are mostly gone. I think Christian Kirk is actually a nice steal right there at number fifty. Um, he was awesome with Kyler. He was awesome with um, uh, with Trevor last year, and I know they're getting Calvin Ridley back. But you know what? Calvin's going to open up the field a lot. Calvin is a super stud, right? So Christian coming in at that as that wide receiver two position, he's just going to have a lot of uh, not even room. still still staying in the slot, which I love. Okay, Who? well, whatever. Who it, is it? Point stands, you know, yeah. and it's not like he doesn't play on the outside. True, he does that as well. Yeah, you know, well, so. especially, but I mean, more with Calvin Ridley there, I think that only boosts. Christian Kirk's value. 
Like, I would not be shocked if That's Christian, what I'm saying. It's yeah, going to open up the field. That's what I'm saying. So I think you're right. I just mean having that additional outside wide receiver to push him in the slot with a re-signed Evan Ingram, I love Christian Kirk this year. I mean, All day at this value. Personally, I think a lot of these guys are going to fall I also, into the fifth to the sixth round. I also don't this like... This is the fifth this round. Is the fifth. I, also don't six, like, yeah, I don't like Joe six. Burrow in the fifth round either. I mean, with that injury question mark, I think I would take um, yeah. most of these guys underneath them. I, I, TJ Hawkinson, Aaron Jones, Kenneth Walker Jr., um, Alexander Madison. I mean, I think all those guys you could vault past most of the guys that are in the fifth. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Aaron Jones. Look at that. Christian Watson's being taken before Aaron Jones. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's, that's, that is ridiculous. Before DJ uh, Moore. TJ Hawkinson, I think, would be a great fifth round pick uh he's coming in at 52 just at the top of the sixth round i mean if you looked at his numbers when he went uh to uh minnesota last year he was second to kelsey so like that's actually a sneaky little pick right there that's my guy too. um yeah i i want to get his jersey tj's awesome he looks like a viking too he um, does actually yeah yeah he he's cool and, and he then, practiced uh, yesterday we were there happened yeah it's good news i thought he walked off the field afterwards no, I didn't stay for the end. But either way, he was like kind of holding out because he's still twenty six. Yeah, he wants, a, a he wants a he wants a contract. Yeah, they really need to extend him and JJ. Yeah, just get it, which is going to be a whole thing. That's why the the whole Kirk thing. They're like, we'll deal with that after the season. It's kind of played out because yeah, they're probably going to play their their playmakers and then pay a quarterback whatever they have to to yep. make it work. Yeah, I agree. I think the Vikes are in a good spot though. You guys have like the talent pieces now. It's just like replacing Kirk and you guys are still I mean, I mean I don't even necessarily think they need to replace Kirk I don't we talked about this I feel, I feel I don't like they either. probably will end up extending him another oh yeah you got the Netflix three, series dude you know? of yeah, course they're the extending Netflix him series one year well, not only that mil. I mean like he, he's got face it's recognition it's not like he's no. playing bad I, I don't know why that narrative is still there um, primetime cousins baby which isn't even a thing anymore, but yeah, it like is still fun like, to make fun of Kirk Cousins. He yeah. just like has that vibe. Yeah, it is. But it's ending. It is. He's the he's the creed of the of the quarterbacks. Yeah, he is the the Nickelback of creed. the quarterbacks. Who's the uh, other one? I he wish is, we could play Creed and he's not the get theory of a dead man. Perfect time. We can just carry <laughs> the out here. Uh, no, nah, I don't want to get in trouble by Creed. You They're coming the back. Him. Creed okay. Cruz. Um, any last minute things you want to talk about? No, nah, that's about it for me. Like I said, we can delve through the, the later rounds later. I think it would be a good idea to talk about some flexy, like, deep 70 through 100 that people want to try to yeah, target. Yeah, our next that. series. That's what I'm saying. So we'll do that next week. Uh, With so Dalvin Cook not on a team, where would you take him? Sixth to seventh. I would take a risk on him. I mean, de- I mean, depending. So this is early on, mm. but between now and the next 18 days, there's going to be a lot more news about this running back uh, conundrum, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt. It's going to be good. It is. Honestly, I think, honestly, if it was up to me, Leonard Fournette's going to get signed first. Mm, Out of maybe. everybody else, and he has he not might, he been He should mentioned. go to Arizona. It's going to be impossible to get a good running back in Arizona because well, they suck. Leonard Fournette's not necessarily a good running back It's good enough. anymore. James, James Conner's better. I thought my laptop almost crashed. All right, with that being said, let's get out of here, guys. Uh, We'll be back next week, maybe. We'll see. You guys know the drills. Um, We're getting there. That being said, we hope you enjoyed this video pod. Thank you for watching and or listening this entire time. Uh, This is Nick signing out. We'll see you next time. AJ, peace. Jared, adios. On 4th and 3.